0: Hello, welcome to your Chrissy episode with your number one Christmas nerd, Lola Berry. Right, this topic, this episode, I wasn't sure how I was going to tackle it, but I know that it happens around Christmas time, so I didn't want to ignore it. But basically what we're going to cover in this little chat is... What do you do when you're at an event or a Christmas thing, you're seeing old mates or distant family members that maybe you don't have the best relationship with or they have the ability to be a bit triggering? Uh, I know for me, if I'm in a family event and somebody comments on my body, I'm like, really? 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 you want to comment on my body, you know I've got an eating disorder. That is so triggering for me, especially now I'm in a food environment where I am going to feel even more triggered because you've just commented on my body. Um, Also, pro tip, uh, if you know anyone that's been through an eating disorder, don't ever comment on their body unless they ask you. Um, I I always get baffled when uh, somebody does that to me and it happens so much more than you realise. So, my point is, although these family events, friendship events, um, gatherings, it's almost like a yearly reunion, basically, um, can be so awesome. They can also be confronting and triggering. And I just wanted to call that out now and just give you a little mantra to have in your head if you're worried about, oh, I've got to see that family member, or oh, I'm going doing a big friendship thing and my ex-boyfriend's there, or like whatever it is, right? So, first of all, own your shit, like own who you are, go in confident, you know, feel your best, like feel true to who you are because I think that that shines in a room. But also, um, and my therapist has helped me with this, so this has come from my therapist, this hasn't come from me. He's like, have the mantra, I'm just going to have fun. He said, some family members, some friends, you're not going to have massively deep connections with because as my therapist said they haven't necessarily done the work like anybody that's listening that is pro-mental health will know that like if you're doing mental health work and and seeing a therapist or a counselor or a healer of some kind you often have to sit in the shit you have to sit in that feeling of being uncomfortable now 90% of people I would say don't like that feeling, 100% people don't like that feeling of being confronted by their own demons, right? But 90% of people won't sit in it and face it and grow from it and learn from it and heal it and let it pass. Most people will uh, self-medicate with food, sex, booze, Buying something, uh, doing something, could be scrolling the gram, for goodness sakes. Um, But they'll use escapism, basically. And that's fine. I did that up until I was, oh, 30, maybe more. That was my 100% my go, even maybe more. I'm 35 now, so I've only been with my therapist consistently for three years. So I would say up until, yeah, 32, um, I would turn to food or Mainly food and that would be how I would – anytime an uncomfortable feeling came up, I'd be like, oh, don't want to feel that, pop it down. So when you go to a therapist and you work on your mental health, you do the work, you face the shit, you sit in what is uncomfortable, you learn about the stuff, the stuff that you don't like about yourself, you're invited to grow, to learn, to feel. And that's all done with a therapist, somebody that is trained and that understands – how to navigate you through that but because a lot of people don't do that and there's nothing wrong with that therapy is not everybody's cup of tea I get that I totally get that but when you go to a function where a lot of people or some people don't believe in therapy or um have unresolved shit most humans do not everyone totally not everyone uh and and even re- I'm reading Matthew McConaughey's book Green Lights at the moment. I'm like that guy has got his shit together. That guy is so clear. And you'll meet people like that. They'll just be clear. And you don't necessarily. I'm not saying people need to have gone to a therapist to have done the work. But usually, when I say have done the work on themselves, I kind of mean like face their demons. Learned from them, made a choice, grown, and, and it's that kind of like fork in the road kind of moment. Now, when you go to a – I'm totally digressing, but it's all for reason. When you go to a family function or a big social outing with your friends, not everybody will have sat in the shit, faced their demons, uh, sat in the discomfort. We call it in yoga um, shakshin, to stand in the fire and bear witness as opposed to reacting. So when you go to these family things and a family member might have a throwaway line, like the one that I get a lot uh, is when are you having kids? Um, and I find it really confronting when somebody asks me that. Or um, why haven't you got married yet is a big one for if you're in your 30s. Um, the body one is a big one. It's always a lot a lot about like how you look or what you're doing or um, Plenty of stuff. So if you feel that you're in a social scenario and you feel like you're triggered, know that not everybody has done the work to understand themselves and to understand their own human psychology and their own human behaviour, and that's fine. But as a result, they'll say dumb things like, why haven't you had a kid yet? Um, is there something wrong? Why aren't you having a kid? Or um, when are you getting married? Or when are you buying a house? Or just like really weird judgy stuff, right? It happens. So rather than to get triggered by it and get caught up in it and be like, fuck, like you want to pull your hair out sometimes, my therapist says, Lola, just have fun. You're not going to have a deep conversation with them, but you can have a fun light combo and he goes, never expect anything from them. And it completely changes the dynamic and you will end up having a friggin' great day because you don't expect anything. You're just there to have a bit of fun. Um, you know who you are, but you're around people that may not know who they are. In fact, if you've done therapy and mental health work, you're probably going to know, know their behavior and traits better than potentially themselves. So be okay with going somewhere, being triggered and being like, ah, it's just their stuff. I'm going to just talk to them about something lighter and 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 fun. And you'll have certain family members where you just kind of switch on the fun mode and you're like, I'm just going to have fun with them. But then you'll have other family members where you can have a really deep, awesome convo with and really connect to and you're like, oh, Legend. You know, same with your friend circle. You're going to have friends that you're like, oh, we're on the same page. They get me. I get them. They see me. I see them. And that's going to be a really nourishing friendship. But you'll have other friends that are kind of like on the more periphery that won't, you'll feel like they don't get you and that's fine but what's not fine is if you allow that to trigger you and Christmas brings up all these events and social scenarios where we could potentially feel triggered. So I invite you to simply just have fun and to drop any kind of expectation around how someone should treat you and, um, what they should say or, or or anything like that because as soon as we have expectation, we get hurt. Um, that said, also have a fuck it line in the sand. <laughs> my therapist also taught me this. If someone says something so triggering that you find it offensive, just ask them why they said that. Hey, why'd you say that? Why'd you make that comment about my body? Doesn't make sense. Do you feel shit about your own body? Is that why you're doing that? you get where I'm going. Usually if someone triggers you, it's because there's something they're not facing in their own life. I'm getting very (laughs) – human behavior, psychology on you here. I love this topic. If I didn't get into doing nutrition in media, um, I always wanted to specialize in neuroscience. I think the brain is freaking incredible. And I think human behavior is awesome. So that's why I'm pretty passionate about it. Again, I'm not a psychologist. This is just stuff I've learned through years of therapy, to be completely honest with you. So what's your mantra? Just have fun. Remember. No expectations. You will not be disappointed. Do not worry. There are people in your life that you have a really deep, honest connection with, and they're the ones that you can be like, so this is my plan for 2021. I'm gonna change, I'm gonna dive into the deep end. I'm gonna use all my courage to really chase that dream. You can say that to the people that get you, that know you, that really see your heart. People that don't get you, keep it fun, keep it light. Christmas is a time for fun, after all. I hope that shed some light for you. I feel like I got a bit passionate around the mental health stuff, but I'm so pro having a therapist and I think if anybody wants like a superpower, it is to have a therapist and you become more successful as a result because you understand how to I don't know what the word is. I wanted to say like moderate yourself. That's not the right word, but you can you can see yourself so much Uh, more clearly that when you're kind of like feeling triggered, you can be like, oh, I'm feeling triggered. I'm just going to reset myself by going outside or by doing some yoga or by getting out of this situation or by standing up for myself, whatever it is, as opposed to when you're in it and you feel triggered, you then can sometimes react and that's what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to avoid that overreaction and bring it back to, hang on, I know who I am. I know what, I, what, I, what matters to me. I know what my values are. I got this, you know, and you do have this. Remember that. Have your own back always. Big love. Bye.